On this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, we're going to be talking about the Paris attacks, the US Democratic debate, Survivor Series predictions, dreams, City of God and the moaning of life. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Yes, ladies and uh, gentlemen, welcome to another week, another episode of Another Digital Citizen. Uh, my name is Fro, and I'm known from other podcasts that you probably will not hear, uh, called... Uh, I, I, I almost forget, <laughs> forgot what it's called. Let's Talk Then, That's Dead, uh, and Smart Wrestling Fan, That's Definitely Not Dead. Um, uh, instead of introducing uh, the man first, let's do what's polite and say hello to Tilly. Hi, Tilly. Hey, Fro. Hey, everybody. So, um, I have a question for you. Ooh, go on then. Uh, since you since you live in England and uh, love everything British, <laughs> yeah. uh, how is you feeling about the royal family? What, specifically right now, or just my general view? A general, maybe. Because I think that it's nice that we've got them in the same way that it's nice that we've still got castles and things to look at, but I don't think they're actually part of the way that the country's run or actually important in that aspect, Right. if you get what I mean. It's yeah. more of a good touristy thing, and it's nice that you know we've still got the monarchy that we've always had. And, and, you, <laughs> and you have to have it to protect yourself from dragons, of course. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I mean, oh. I'm sure the Queen could fend off a dragon all on her own. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't she, like, uh, 200 years old, old, older or something? She's getting there. She's yeah. had the longest reign in history now. She's beaten Queen Victoria's reign. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, she's doing quite well. And to be fair, she is quite robust for a little old lady. Yeah. She goes out hunting and things, and she'll finish off something if she shot it and not killed it she'll go and rip its neck <laughs> which i love and driving the uh, king of saudi arabia around her estate as well because uh -huh. over there women aren't allowed to drive so she's like right get in the car i'm driving you around that's cool <laughs> yeah. uh let's say hi to the man that is uh, named after one of the apostles and i think that's kind of funny hello luke hey bro hey daily hey everybody uh, I have a question for you, since uh, you are named Luke. Was it because of uh, Apostle Luke? Uh, no, it's okay. not. 
Luke where means did your parents... light. Sorry? Which Luke means light. Yeah. So that's what, yeah. Okay. So your parents uh, saw you and they thought of light. Actually, funny story. If I would have been a girl, they would have named me China with a Y. <laughs> that's not even a joke. Oh, it would have been oh, far before the actual the China the wrestler, but I would have had that name if I would have been a female. So now, now <laughs> I wish you were a female. Uh, we could just call you China anyway. Uh, thinking of it, I always uh, wish that you were a girl. So. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, so, look, uh, I have a, a question for you uh, that is a little more serious. Uh, when did you hear about uh, the attacks on Paris? Uh, actually, you sent me a message, Fro. Yeah, I did. Literally 15 minutes after it happened, I think. Uh, uh, I, I remember that message, and that's why I'm asking you. Right. Yeah. Uh, the first message I sent you was that, oh, oh no, something is happening in Paris again, there was 18 uh, people confirmed dead when we started talking about this. Mm-hmm. 18 confirmed dead. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, that seems uh, like a lot. And yeah. um, we are now how many days away from the attack? Uh, five. Yeah. And we have a confirmed number of 129. Yep. Uh, With 430 injured. Yeah. So that's even more, but yeah. Yeah. And then the rest of the people that were affected as well. Because even just being there, I mean, imagine if you're in the butterclaw. I really don't know what to say. Like, I'm, 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 I feel a little dumbstruck because it seems like it's happening more and more uh, terror uh, around the world and And it's getting bigger and it's getting bigger and it's getting uh, it's almost a little sad saying this but it's getting more and more usual yeah and it's it's like uh, it feels now like uh, every day we hear of something going wrong connected to ISO uh, in charge, uh, like from ISO. ISO have have done something, and in in case of people like wondering, like our deepest uh, thoughts are with. The people that was affected by by this terror attack, and um, uh, we want to 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 be really clear that we are not supporting any way uh, the terror that's happening. But we are going to talk about some some uh, related issues when it comes to this that can be a little like hard to to listen to. So I'm just warning. Because uh, there has been a great campaign after these uh, ter- terrorist attacks in 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 France that I think it's kind of interesting discussing because uh, Luke and I'm not attacking Luke 
just to be clear. But Luke, you didn't you didn't display uh, the picture of France in your profile. Could you could you explain a little why? Uh, it has nothing to do with that uh, France actually. Right. right. It has to do with Facebook. Yes. I mean, you know how Facebook uses those things, right? Yeah. Facebook. If you put your those things up, like when they did the gay gay pride for uh, game the gay marriage one, mm-hmm. they use those things as marketing tools. Yeah. They use that that information. They they find the people that use that put those those things up, and they use it to sell ad revenue. Yeah. They use it to figure out what things you like, what things you don't like, what kind yeah. of person you are. Yeah. Um, so I'm that's, not. I don't think I really want to do those kind of things on Facebook. Yeah, and but, that's why why I have deleted my picture. And uh, I don't really care how they yeah. use my data if they want to sell me things that I'm actually. If they want to sell me world peace, then I'll be all about that. That'll be fine. Well, it's it, it, there. There's there's things about it that the that they are giving your information to others that I don't like. Yeah. And, 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 oh, they're and, doing that here anyway. <laughs> In this Everywhere. way, it's a very strange way because it's very um, internal. They're they're not. It's not like information like what your religion is, like wh- what country you're from. This is like when you put that up, you're saying, uh, "I'm. These are my political affiliations. This is yeah. how I view world politics and things yeah. like that." And they're using that as something to sell to people, which is yeah. that's far above and beyond. Like, oh, I like Star Wars. I, yeah. I look up a lot of Star Wars stuff. Yeah. 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 And that that is somewhat, uh, uh, and and that's why why I wanted to preface that that we 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 don't feel like anyone should change their profile picture. It's not that what we are saying, but we were trying to explain some sides of of this terror attack that hasn't actually been talked about. Mm. But uh, there's another thing that uh, you mentioned to me, uh, Luke. Uh, and that was the other terror attacks that wasn't kind of what should I say uh, covered in the media I guess covered, or covered, like yeah. like uh, at least not to the degree that this one was because you yeah. gave me some numbers and and <laughs> I, and I, I I wish you would read those for me uh yeah um Yemen 137 dead in March uh Kenya 147 dead in April. Uh, Syria, 146 dead in June, which I guess we could add that to the end of this list um, recently. Uh, Nigeria, 145 dead in July. Uh, Iraq, 180 dead in July. Nigeria, 145 dead September. Uh, In Turkey, 102 dead in October. Uh, In Egypt, 224 dead uh, October 31st, so just, uh, you know, two and a half weeks ago. And then, um, of course, this last attack, which was 129 in um, in Paris. So, yeah. And our deepest, like I mean that, and I, I feel I feel strange talking about this because it's it's not topic that that is talked about. And I, 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 I our deepest condolences go. To all those families, not only the uh, families in in Paris, but of course it has something to do with that Paris is such a should I say say well known place? It's well known and it's very Western as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to use the word. It's Western. the yeah. most Western out of all of those countries that you listed. 
where all the attacks are, Paris is the most Western. It's the closest to home sort of thing. And I think that's that's the reason. I think for the UK and America at least. Yeah. That's the reason why we why why I haven't heard anything about all the other attacks. No. And, they, um, the, on our news, they're very. They wanted to tell us exactly how many. It was always we we don't know how many British are dead yet. It's like, well, I don't yeah. care how I don't care where these people are from that have lost their lives. I care about the fact that it's happened. But the press really want to. They love saying, you know, one of ours. We've lost this many of our people. I think Paris itself, just like uh, the the name, I mean, it, it invokes the image of the Eiffel Tower. It invokes mm-hmm. an image that you can see in your head when you say uh, Barisa Kenya. Mm-hmm. Nobody, you can't picture what that is in your head, but you no. you can picture the Louvre in your head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and uh, that is why we are going to have this moment of silence coming up pretty soon, and uh, I wanted to to say that this moment of silence go to all people affected by terror, if it's by ISIL or other uh, terror groups, our uh, deepest condolence and our deepest thoughts and prayers are with us, uh, from us um, another digital citizen to uh, your love, uh, loved ones, and um, we're going to have yeah. uh, have a little moment of silence. Yeah, it's hard to move on. <laughs> Let's talk about something <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anything else. Anything <laughs> else. Oh my gosh, this week. Um... I, I felt so tremendously sad about this. And I think that's that's kind of one of those things that is for, for forming me. But uh, let's talk about something a little m- uh, more funny. Um, uh, actually, a lot of more funny. Um, hey, um, Tilly, did you know that uh, there was this self-driving Google car that uh, got pulled over by the police? No, I knew they existed, but I didn't know one had been pulled over. What? Uh, this was actually. What was it doing? It, it was actually driving not too fast, but not actually too slow. Oh. oh. Uh, well, it is but, dangerous driving, isn't it? <laughs> it is dangerous, really dangerous. So, so look, what what was this? So yeah. Uh, one one of the Google self-driving cars uh, they have in California, they have a f- they have a bunch of them just kind of cruising around. Just uh, I think it's all for research purpose, so they can kind of get get the uh, software bugs out and everything else. But I guess it was driving 24 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour zone, and it was pulled over by a policeman. Um, and there's a video of this policeman, <laughs> by the way. Say that again. Sorry. Isn't it a video of this policeman? I, uh, I haven't seen a video. I saw I a picture some pictures. of it. Okay. Oh, I yeah, yeah. a video. I need to find that. No, I, I, I think it was some pictures. Yeah, I saw a picture of it, um, and the cop is just standing at the car door. <laughs> and you, it's one of the Google cars, so you can see, like, the uh, the camera on the top that that it yeah. uses to, to navigate. But, it, um, but, but how strange does it feel for a policeman 
going up to a car, like uh, knocking on the window and looking into the window and say, oh my gosh, I'm giving a ticket to nobody. <laughs> oh, bless him. Yes. I bet that must just be the worst day in the world for him. Yeah. Especially given that everybody's... Oh, I've seen, I've got the picture now. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Got his ticket out and everything. Yeah. Who would give this to? <laughs> and, and, he, and he actually uh, wrote the ticket, didn't he? Uh, what I read is they couldn't write a ticket. Yeah. That they didn't have anybody to write the ticket to. So. Yeah. Um, so what do you do then when 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 no one drives the car? Who is to blame? I think that's the whole issue here. Is we we I don't know. I don't it think they've decided that, that yet. The police officer had to make contact with the operators of the car. Right. So I guess it'd be them if they're if the car has an operator, even though they're not in the car, they're still operating it. Well, no, there shouldn't. It should be a self-driving car, so there shouldn't be anybody technically operating it, right? But there's people. If they're doing all the research and everything on it, there'll be people that monitoring are, them. Yeah, who own it and who are yeah. Yeah, there'll be somebody will be. Yeah, because like that. The the first time this Google car drives over a kid and kills a kid, please, God, never let that happen. But when that happens, who are you going to give uh, the ticket or or, or or talk about in in court cases? You, you can't uh, say, say, oh, this is a self-driving car. Uh, nobody is to blame. Of course, somebody. Yeah, it's a sentient being, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it says, um, in California at least, um, uh, California law allows Google to test its cars on public roads provided there's a human operator. And so in the event the car's pulled over ah. for a violation and a ticket's issued, the person who Google or the responsible company has designated as the op- operator would be responsible for the ticket. Okay. Yeah, what I'm looking at now, I guess there was a passenger... So there was somebody in the passenger seat of the car. Yeah. Um, not driving it, obviously, but just there to look after it, I, I suppose. But they didn't give out any tickets because I guess he didn't actually break the law. Right. Because going under the going under the speed limit is not technically under the against the law unless it's considered reckless. Yeah. So if you're on like a 65 mile an hour roadway, you're going 25. Yeah. That could yeah. be considered reckless. This is not technically considered reckless driving, so. No, it's just annoying driving for anybody that's behind it. Right. <laughs> You're inciting road rage. Stop it. Uh, did you uh, publish something on our Facebook uh, group about this, uh, look? Uh, I didn't know 100% if we were going to end up talking about it or not, because okay. we had a lot to cover this week in the news, so no, yeah. I didn't. But uh, but you are going to publish that. Um, sure, yeah. And, uh, right here. On Facebook, uh, we've uh, done a little change now. Uh, could you tell the audience about that, Luke, since it was your ID? Oh, just that we can, you guys can add, uh, if you want to add questions for us or anything like that, um, you can just find, uh, the posts we put up about the stuff we're going to be talking about for the next week. Yep. And if you just, uh, write for the podcast at the top of your post, uh, and you have any questions or comments you want to make about something, uh, just put it on the Facebook, uh, or you can email us again at uh, another digital citizen at gmail.com. But we know how email is. Uh, none of us like emailing people either. So um, if that's the problem, you can just use the Facebook and get a hold of us there. Yeah, and we've yeah, done it now. Easier. 
we done it so such much easier for you, and now you just have to uh, mark it as for the podcast, so we know that uh, you want us to read it. So that's yeah, that, because otherwise that's, it will just get read and not. Yeah, it's a little crucial because we don't want to go on reading something that you didn't want to be published on the podcast. So it's really important that you you, you mark it. Uh, for the podcast or just FP, like for the podcasts, we will understand. Um, yeah. So um, another uh, uh, thing happened this week. Uh, I saw this democratic debate. Uh, did you see this democratic debate, uh, Tilly? No. no. <laughs> I uh, I see very little American politics. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I have a question for Luke. What's yeah? Isn't there one less than last time? Uh, yeah. Or is there two less than last time? I think. Yeah. Why was that? Do you know? Uh, people have kind of just been dropping out, um, left and right. I mean, two, two of the Republican uh, candidates dropped out this week, even. Okay. So, um, that that just happens in American politics. Is you start with a bunch and you. They whittle down once they realize that if they keep going, they're going to lose a bunch of money because they're obviously not at the top. Yeah, uh, they'll they'll drop out just because they don't want to lose a whole bunch of money for nothing. So, but is it me or does it feel like it was two on that stage and not three? Uh, <laughs> I actually have ro- ro- written down here. It, uh, Bernie versus Hillary versus a robot. That's what yeah. I wrote down. <laughs> yeah, because this 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 man that is against those two, I don't like him. I, he has actually no charisma at all. He's seriously a, a robot yeah. person. He, yeah, he's he, a cyborg. He, he's the one that uh, read the book uh, uh, Stealing from God, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's John yeah. McClane. Yeah, he's John McClane. What what an extremely boring person, and I I felt, yeah, like I I, I felt it was Hillary against, uh, uh, oh, what is this name again? Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I I I just felt like this democratic debate was better than the last one. For some strange reason, I like this one so much better. I think it was the. Uh the moderator, that guy was uh, pretty amazing. Actually, yeah. he's—I think he was the best moderator out of all the debates I've oh, seen this, so far, yeah. including the Republican ones. Uh, yeah. This guy named John Dickerson. Yeah, he kind of just didn't take any crap. He was yeah. like, they would start talking over, and he would be like, uh-uh. uh, uh, no, the rules. We have rules. <laughs> Shut up." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and wh- what was the la- uh, the la- the name of the last one? That was on. Uh, O'Malley. O'Malley, um, yeah. Yeah. I just he, looked him up. <laughs> he just had the one spot, which was kind of interesting, where he um, was talking about Donald Trump, and he called yeah. him an immigrant-bashing carnival barker. Yeah, and that was kind of funny. <laughs> Other than that, uh, there really didn't come anything interesting from his mouth. I I really enjoy Bernie. Like I, I, we both have said. I think uh, both Luke and me that we hope that Bernie Sanders is going to win. Um, 
and uh, or there's uh, I, I guess it's for for different reasons but but i felt hillary did a good debate this time i i think she was more uh, on 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 the edge she was more uh, it, it felt like she was almost a little more uh, prepared that i would agree with but yeah. i think that's just because she probably was I think Bernie goes in there just cold. I think he goes in there and he says what's on his mind, right? kind of. And I think she goes in there and she had 20 advisors go over a you know, whole big thing for the last m- month to set, tell her what to say. Right. Um, I think that's pretty clear because her, her, a lot, at least uh, some of them, you could tell her responses were canned as far as, uh, she knew that these kind of questions were going to come up, and she had an answer there ready to go, and it sounded like she had rehearsed it almost. Yeah. Uh, which it comes across as um, prepared, I guess, or even uh, somewhat more more together. Yeah. But a lot of there were certain things that she said that you go, wait, what? That didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, specifically the part where she, uh, Sanders called her out for her, uh, going, being against a lot of the stuff on, the bad stuff on Wall Street, even though she takes a lot of her campaign donations directly from people on Wall Street. Mm. So. Yeah, I felt, I, 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 but I felt Hillary was more, more. Almost a little more prepared, a little more more edgy this time, and I, I, I yeah, I, I really enjoyed this democratic debate. I think it was uh, actually the best debate so far. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. Um, they covered a lot on the Paris attacks. I think the whole first yeah. thirty minutes uh, was just about that, um, and not just that, but about ISIS, ISIL, and. Um, radical Islam and yeah. things like that, um, which that was probably the most interesting part, I thought, of the whole thing was them talking about specifically radical Islam because Clinton did not want to talk about it, pretty yeah. obviously. Yeah. She would not say radical Islam. Yeah. Um, she said that she called them nihilist, nihilists, mm. the people who do, do these kind of things uh, because they do these things because of nihilism. Mm. Uh Tilly, can you look up the de- uh, go ahead and Google search oh, nihilism yeah. real quick? Oh, it's just about to. Okay. <laughs> well, well, and then let me know when you have that up. But yeah. So yeah, she um, she basically uh, agreed a lot with the president and even said that. But she, uh, it seemed like she didn't want to point out that the problem here is their religion. So mm. she was trying to stay away from that in the question. But go ahead, Tilly. Nihilism is the belief that all values are baseless and that nothing can be known or communicated. It's often associated with extreme pessimism and a radical scepticism that condemns existence. A true nihilist would believe in nothing, have no loyalties and no purpose other than perhaps an impulse to destroy. Yeah, and that doesn't really describe the... doesn't the, fit. No. <laughs> the, here's here's a... a Oh, another one I have is uh, the rejection of all religious and moral principles, often the belief that life is meaningless. Yeah. Is another another definition. Um, 
ISIS. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure they're religious. So that doesn't fit that at all. So she oh, you mean the I is from Islam? <laughs> so she either doesn't know how to use that word, or she's just using it as kind of like a uh, catchphrase to like, yeah. uh, so she doesn't have to say Islam or say like a religion. Because yeah. if, if she was to say, oh, well, the problem here is that they're religious and that they're willing to die to go to heaven. They would have like she could have a problem on her hands. Um, yeah, that's the first thing I said to my father. I really hope this isn't ISIS. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not kidding. Like I, I, I really hope that it wasn't ISIS because like uh, uh, when it comes to, to to religious freedom, I, I don't care if you're a Muslim or a Christian. I think you like religion for you is 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 as important as as it is for me. I'm not your judge, but when it comes to ISIL and 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 how much shit they have done uh, and how yeah. much they have destroyed and tr- still trying to destroy this world, it's hard to 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 to, to talk. And be be positive about I- Islam, and it's uh, I feel sorry for for Muslims because there's there now is a is kind of a, a hate towards all Muslims. Like I on still, that note, yeah. um, sorry, it's just reminded me one of my friends, his niece, who's a, a believe. Um, she's about 11 or 12 something like that maybe a bit younger mm. one of her friends is a Muslim and she was mm. getting bullied at school right and um, luckily there's this my friend's niece wouldn't have any of it she went and told the teachers and then she Good. went back up and told the bullies that she'd told the teachers because she, you know leave my Muslim friend alone she's not done anything Good. because this is one of the things that scared me as soon as it's as soon as anything like this happens, I mm. always think, like, oh, my God, the racial kickback is going to mm-hmm. be ridiculous. This isn't us versus the Muslims. This is us, the human race, against these pieces of shit. Excuse my French. Mm. But that can no, go. Unattended. Yeah. But who yeah. can go and destroy life in the name of God? No God out there. No religious teachings are ever to go and kill. That is oh. not what religion is for. That's oh. not what God is about. That's even in the um, Muslim faith. Like, I don't know much. I've, I've had lots of Muslim friends. I've been taken into a Muslim house over Christmas when I was hiding from it. Um, you know, and the, it's abhorrent. They think it's abhorrent what happens. They, yeah. you know, extremists on both sides. Yes, you get Christian extremists, but people. With a, ev- yeah. When so, it comes. Yeah, just, yeah. When it comes to this, watch. Last week tonight, John Oliver Oliver said it, like everything we are saying, he he said it, so brutal and so fantastic. Last week, tonight's last episode, uh, his monologue about Paris is one of those monologues that uh, I've watched over and over again, and I'm I'm sitting there applauding because, because I agree. There was a British comedian as well that got one of his tweets taken down. Um, nobody really sort of expected him to come this strong, but he he went on a massive rant saying how these people are the scourge of the universe and need to be gotten rid of. Not mm. Muslim, the, the terrorists, mm. ISIS, ISIL, whatever. Whoever that we want to call them, the, the dickheads. I think we should all just call them the dickheads. Don't call them IS, don't call them ISIS. Just... I agree. 
because it's not. Oh, it's so anti-Islam. It's ridiculous. Did yeah. you guys see any of the stuff from uh, the Dalai Lama um, that came out this week? Nope. No. Uh, I guess I'll just read a quote from him about the Paris attacks. He says, uh, "We cannot solve this problem through prayers. I am a Buddhist and I believe in prayer, praying, but humans have created this problem, and now we are seeking God to solve it." It is illogical. God would say, solve it yourself because you created the problem in the first place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Very true, Mr. Lama. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh... Oh, actually, I have one thing to cover. It uh, kind of uh, goes with the debate and also okay. with this whole Paris thing. But um, here in America, uh, there's a big thing going on right now about uh, refugees, which we've talked about refugees in the past uh, a whole lot, so you I can go back this. and listen to that episode. I saw this. But uh, there's a whole bunch of Republican uh, governors of certain states that have said that they will not allow refugees in their state from Syria. Yay. And there's kind of a big backlash, and it's almost like McCarthyism Red Scare happening in America right now, yeah. where at any point we could have trials of people, are you uh, are you Islamic? Yeah. They're like, a lot of the Republicans are saying, if we are going to allow refugees in, they need to take a religion test. What? So that only the Christian uh, Syrians would be allowed in America. Well, but how does that work? Uh, I don't. Republicans are crazy. That's how yeah. it works. Oh, I'm sorry, I always forget. <laughs> this is a Donald Trump one, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which Donald yeah. Trump said we should start shutting down mosques because they're dangerous. So. <sighs> yeah, to- totally dangerous. It's the worst place in the world. They'll make you wash your feet and everything. Ah! Oh. So yeah, sorry, that's I the news from America on that. <laughs> Is someone, is someone listening to this and think I'm a little, like, down this week? It is because of this. This this, yeah. this, this has made me so incredibly sad. I said it before the podcast. This is going to be a strange podcast because I I, I, I feel like making no jokes. Like, there, there's there, there's, there's impossible for us to, to understand what's going on in those shitbags people's minds. And and, yep. and and when we we are trying to do something with with it, uh, it, a whole a whole community gets blamed instead of some some radical yeah moron moron mm. yeah yeah I'm trying to 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 not curse as much but yeah <laughs> I it's think hard. you can on this it's hard it's because pe- people are acting like yeah. People are mean. So, um, uh, Tilly, have you uh, watched the TV show this week? Um, I've got back in touch with Gypsy Sisters. What? What? Another what? awful one. What is that? Gypsy Sisters? I, I think you'll like this, for Okay. It's, it's, but have you seen My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding? Yeah. Right. Well, basically, there was one episode of that where one girl got married or was at a wedding or something. Right. Had a massive fight, and they sort of did a Here Comes Honey Boo Boo with her. Yeah. And started following her whole family. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Because all their husbands are gypsies that go off doing, like, road surfacing and stuff. I'm not sure, because I I, I saw... uh, uh, I, 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 I... 
I made myself gag uh, watching Monica the Medium uh, uh, this week. <laughs> uh, I actually like I I I got really sick. I was like I was sitting there like <clears throat> oh my god yeah it is maybe the worst. But we're we're going to talk a little about uh, uh, what's going to ha- to happen with the TV segment because. I actually uh, have made some rules that uh, the two of you are not uh, aware of. But we're, we're oh, going to talk about that's that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? I made some is rules. Is it a rule if we're not aware of it? I don't yeah, think, I don't think it that's is a how rule. rules work. Everybody has okay. to know the I, rules. I made, rule. I made it. Um, it's going to be uh, more fun. Uh, okay. Because I made, made some changes. Okay, Luke, uh, I have uh, just one question for you. And that mm-hmm. is, is he dead? Uh, are you talking about the leftovers? Yep. Um, I don't, no, I don't think so. I don't think so either, but how the freaking, oh my gosh, that episode. <laughs> um, right, yeah, yeah I mean, that? I guess technically he's dead, right? But I don't think he's going to stay, or I don't know. I don't know. This is, is this weird. Is, this episode was such a shock. I also don't know if they're having another season or or if this is the last one, but we only have two more episodes. I know. So um, it could be a thing to just wrap everything up. I'm not really sure where they're going with it. So, uh, but what an episode! I'm I'm just I'm 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 so confused. <laughs> and I'm yeah, so it was really it was really good though. Yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so confused, <laughs> and I'm glad that I didn't have to ask you anything else. Then is he dead? And you and I understood what I was talking about, uh, because you've seen it. So that's that's always funny. So and uh, it hasn't spoiled anything for me. No, because you can you almost not spoil anything for the show. It'd yeah. almost be virtually impossible to spoil things in yeah, the show because we don't understand. What is going on? I'm so excited <laughs> for for next week's episode because the end of this episode is maybe the biggest um, cliffhanger uh, so far. Oh, definitely, and and there have been some serious cliffhangers already. But <laughs> yes, this whole but this, episode was like a cliffhanger. I this mean, episode was part about the man on the tower. Yeah, we found out about him and like, oh wow, oh, it's like this episode was so good. Uh, so. It, uh, I know that some people maybe are uh, a little like fed up with us praising this uh, TV show, but oh my gosh, it's so good. Have you seen anything else this week, Luke? Uh, yeah, I saw this new show, uh, uh, Agent X. Yeah. You watched? I thought it was awful. It I thought was, it was one of the worst shows I've ever seen. It was <laughs> tremendously awful. It was the silliest thing ever, and yep. it was like weirdly uh i want to say like hillary kind of it, doesn't she look like hillary in this show yeah like her hair looks like that she's got the pantsuit on yeah uh is it sharon stone who plays the character is that yeah. who it is yeah um and it's oh, all good. about the illuminati and yep. like secret societies yep. in the white house and stuff oh it's ridiculous it is uh incredibly weird and not good uh, new season of the Moonshiners uh, was started this week. One of is my shows that... that was on the terrible TV shows I love. Uh-huh. Is that a, a reality TV one? 
It's the one that's uh, it's it's like where the guys are making moonshine, and then there's the other side with the cops, and yeah. This epi- or this season seems a little different because they didn't have any of the cops on this season, but um, we'll see what happens going out. But then there was a uh, UFC 193. The oh Ronda my Rousey gosh! Fight. What a surprising show! Did you we see this, this? Tilly, or, or you probably know the results anyways? I I know the results, but I didn't actually watch the fight. I've been meaning ha- to go back and at least watch the the end of it. Yeah, were you happy? <laughs> I was. Uh, I wasn't. I don't like that Ronda Rousey got beaten. It was interesting that she lost, and uh, I think she will probably. Uh, people think she lost with purpose. I really don't think that. She was. If fine. you think she lost, if she, you think this was a work, then you didn't do any research on how this went down. Yeah. And she was fighting somebody who was uh, sev- seventh in ranked in, yeah. in uh, that division, and she was ranked number one. So she lost. So if they wanted her to lose some to somebody, why would they have her lose to somebody ranked number seven? That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But uh, I think it's going to be a really good uh, rematch. <laughs> uh, yeah. But they're talking about. Which I don't know if we're uh, we're not going to see it anytime soon because I'm to understand she broke uh, her jaw in yeah. this fight. Yeah. <gasps> really? That, that, yeah. That, that kick looks really brutal. Bloody hell! But talking about <sighs> fake fighting, uh, there's a picture yeah. this uh, week, and I have no interest in it because I don't know who's in it. <laughs> Well, that's funny because apparently I, neither does WWE. I have actually <laughs> no idea of any match. Like really, I I know I know I heard some rumors about uh, the brothers of destruction going <laughs> against um, uh, two of the whites, that's which what? I said I think last time we did a predictions. Yeah, I was like I think this is where they're going with it, and they yeah. did. But yep. that's the only match I know. So, uh, take us uh, through the Survivor series, and we will make some predictions. Alright, so, uh, first match uh, we'll go through is uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze, which, if you go on uh, the WWE site, at least as of today, uh, the 18th uh, Wednesday, uh, it's not on the WWE site, because I guess it was announced on SmackDown, and SmackDown hasn't aired on TV yet. Mm. So it's not on the WWE site, but it is on Dirt Sheets and other places, um, and it's on the Wikipedia page. Even. And, we, and we will predict it in case. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not 100% sure this is going to happen, but it, it probably will. So Dolph Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. I'm going to go with I, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Tyler as well. I don't uh, see why they would have him lose. So. Yeah. Uh, here's how much I know about Tyler Breeze. I don't like him. I never liked him. I said that many times. Yeah. I still don't like him. And I think he's going to win. The the funny part is, <laughs> knowing WWE, they'll just screw this all up and have him lose. Yeah. <laughs> For and no reason. Well, <laughs> so they can do it again at the next pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Why is Dolph Ziggler involved? He doesn't need... Because they look alike. That's why they're feuding. It's because they why, look alike. Why is, why, why is Summer now with 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 uh, Tyler Breeze? See, that is the only thing that they've done with her recently that made sense. 
No, it doesn't. I said that when he was with NXT. No, just from a from a purely looking at them point of view, they are the kind mm. of couple that would get together. You would see them walking down the street, if you get what I mean. You wouldn't see Samaray and Rusev walking mm. down the street True. in reality. But that's the only <laughs> the only reason I say that that it's the best. Yeah, but in storyline, as far as her getting together with him Ugh. from Rusev, or from being with Dolph, from being with Rusev, like yeah. Oh yeah, that's all. None of that story thing. makes any sense at all. But they no. just had a kind of jump to this, I guess, because they didn't have anything else. So, uh, next match, uh, I guess we'll do uh, Roman Reigns versus Alberto Del Rio for our first semi <laughs> final match. <laughs> Sorry, say that say, say that match again. I laugh. Roman Reigns versus Alberto Del Rio. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Roman Reigns needs the win because he's turning heel uh, in the final. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's my prediction. I think you got it pretty spot on, to be fair. Thank you. I just don't see how they do it. I don't see how... See, here's my problem with the whole scenario, is how does Roman turn heel during a match that is just a... Because... Ra- Okay, we'll go to the next one, Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose. So these are four Dean guys Ambrose needs who are to win going... because Roman Reigns is turning heel in the <laughs> final. <laughs> That's my prediction, and I'm saying to I it. guess Roman can cheat behind the ref's back and turn heel like that, but that mm-hmm. is just a stupid way to turn heel, I think. Like, if they had Del Rio win, and then Reigns came out and cost Ambrose the match, but Del Rio already has a title... So he doesn't need the world title. Right. So it ruins... I think it ruins making Roman heel doing I, this. I but, but what's I, your call, though, Luke? Yeah. For Reigns and Rio? I put down Reigns. Because I think they're just going to go with it. Because they have too much money invested in this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we all agreed on Reigns? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, on the first two. and then what about the other one? Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose, which is our second Dean semifinal. Ambrose. We need to have Dean Ambrose in the final. I agree with Fro, but I think Kevin Owens will win. I agree that we we need to have him, but I'd have Ambrose, but I don't think it's going to happen. Mm. I'm saying Kevin Owens. I put down Owens, but um, that's only because I rain because then you end up with a, a heel versus face match. If you if you have Reigns versus Ambrose at the end, then you have a face versus face match, right? Yes. Then you get the and heel turn. Yes. But like I said, he the only way he can turn heel against Ambrose is hitting him with something behind his back. Yes. Right? I, I I think it's going to and be then winning the heelish way to winning. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. I I I I I don't want uh, what wrestling. I want him to turn heel. So, this is my uh, dream, and this is how they are going to do it. Alright, so you say Ambrose, and we both say Owens? Mm-hmm. And in the final, of course, then Roman Reigns wins, I say. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's what I was saying about this. The only person who can win is Roman Reigns. Because Del Rio has a title, Owens already has a title. They they don't need titles. Ambrose, if they are going to turn him, 
Um, and they would have to turn him to give him the title, basically. Mm-hmm. They don't but, believe in, in him as much. Yeah, but he's the crazy guy. He's insane. He's mm-hmm. crazy, you know what I mean? Him turning heel and joining the authority doesn't make sense just because of his character. Because right. why would a crazy person be like, yep, I'll be in the corporation? That <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But Like, I'm that, crazy enough to come and conform. That's why I'm saying Roman Reigns. Right. So, I... I have to agree with you. I think that's where they're going to go. I just think this this isn't the way they should have done it. But I guess they had to do this because of Ron's injury and everything. So, mm. so uh, next, do I guess we'll go to Brothers of Destruction versus the Wyatts, which... Um, do we know which brothers? We do not, technically. But I looked at the sh- this same dirt sheet that I looked at to see this Dolph Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze Breeze match, which was made on SmackDown, it apparently says that it's going to be Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. Mm. But that is not stipulated on the WWE site. It's also not stipulated on the Survivor Series Wikipedia page. Um, Yeah, this one just says two out of four of Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, Eric Warren, Rowan, or Braun Strowman. Just half, half of them, but we don't know which two. Yeah, and this, at least on this dirt sheet, which they have Dolph Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze on this, so they at least know about that. Yeah. They have Bray Wyatt versus Strowman, or, and Strowman versus uh, the brothers. But so I guess we'll say that's what it's going to be, even if that's not what it's going to be. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter for... for um, uh, this uh, whole thing doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Because if if uh, the Undertaker doesn't win here, they have led like this is Undertaker week this week on WWE Network. I don't Who even it? have it. Yeah, I don't even have the network, <laughs> I and I know that. And I have it, and I didn't know that. <laughs> but uh, it's working. And and I have. Uh, I th- like they build up that this Survivor Series is 25 years since the Undertaker came into the WWE, isn't it? 25. Uh, yeah. That's what it sounds about right. Yeah. So the Undertaker is winning. Like, why should he lose on his own celebration for himself? Because the Wyatts need to win. Yeah. And because because they've been beaten down every time they've gone together or gone against each other on Raw, they beat down the Wyatts. Yeah. So it seems to me just through that 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 they are going to lose or that the Wyatts are going to win, but I don't know. But then we need another match, and I'm not sure I want another Undertaker with uh, his brother match. Right. We didn't want just another Undertaker match full stop. <laughs> True. I just, I, I and he's, he's my favorite like wrestler of all time is The Undertaker. I said that many times. Hmm. What the now Undertaker? No. Undertaker no, no. before. Undertaker before. <laughs> yeah. 
then. You're not completely crazy. No, 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 no. no. I think we're going to get a Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker match at WrestleMania again because they act like like, it didn't happen the first time. Yes. And this is just setting up for that. So I think the Wyatts are going to win so that we can set up for a WrestleMania match. Mm. Okay. I don't don't think so, so. All right. What do you think, Tilly? I think the Wyatts. I don't know if it's wishful thinking. And I just don't want to think that the, the Brothers of Destruction are going to win. <laughs> but yeah, Wyatt's for me. Wearing my Bray t-shirt, actually. <laughs> Alright, and then um, I guess our last match. Is this right? Or I guess we have the the actual championship match, which is to be announced versus to be announced, which we can't really do a prediction on that. Well, we and then we have. Did. Yeah, we can have a guess out of the four who we think's got most chance. Okay, yeah, we'll do that in a second. Um, Then we have to be announced versus to be announced five-on-five traditional Survivor Series match, uh, which they don't have any uh, anybody here for that. They don't. But I'm gonna guess it's gonna be Usos versus uh, the Usos with uh, somebody versus the New Day and some and probably. 3D or something like that. Maybe Usos and 3D against New Day and what about Lucha Dragons? What are they? What are they doing? They're, yeah, but they're faces. Callisto's, yeah. I don't know who's gonna go on New Day's side. I guess uh, uh, Ascension maybe. We're gonna get a combination of tag uh, teams here yeah. probably in this five on five match. So we don't we can't predict that, but we can predict. Charlotte versus Paige for the Women's Divas Championship. Charlotte. Please let Paige get it back. Charlotte, I'm saying the boring thing. Um, I had a hard time deciding on this one. I don't know where they're going with this storyline, uh, especially after Monday. I don't know if you... you did you, you saw uh, Raw on Monday, right, Tilly? Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. This whole, this whole storyline has gone crazy with... Uh, talking about Charlotte's dead brother and all this stuff. Yeah, what was all that? Where did that come from? Just they all of a sudden got to throw it in and start crying in the ring. I guess they wanted to make it part of the storyline because it's part of Charlotte's real life, and they're trying to make her like they're trying to humanize her maybe a little bit, <laughs> um, which is maybe why she cries all the time. Uh, she needs to stop it. <laughs> but the whole thing is just weird, and I don't understand where they're going with it. But I guess Paige is what I'm going to go with because I don't see. I don't. They, if Charlotte wins, there's no chase left, and they'll have to go on to a new, new, uh, set, a new contender. So. Mm-hmm. I'm so, saying I'm saying uh, uh, Ric Flair uh, Junior Edition Woman uh, because. <laughs> uh, they don't want uh, it to be a hot potato uh, um, uh, champion title. title. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah I can see that, I guess. That's the only reason why I'm saying uh, her. Not because yeah. I like her and not because I enjoy her wrestling. I totally see that, too. But I, I just I don't see how where they go. If they do have Charlotte win, then she I guess she could go against Sasha. But there yeah. isn't really a storyline built there. Um, but but I, one thing we'll never, ever know what happened to Natty on SmackDown when she got beat up. We'll never actually know what happened there. <laughs> They're never going to come back to that. What? I thought BAD said it was them. Did they? 
I swear they said they came out um, when Natty was wrestling Paige and said like, "Oh, Natty, you thought it was her? Oh, did you get knocked down?" And they maybe I just interpreted it wrong then because I didn't think they actually said it that that it was them. Oh, see, huh. I can talk bitchy girls. I understand oh, okay. that language. You understand that language? <laughs> Fluent in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. I don't understand this. So, so in this pay per view, we have if we don't count if we don't count that the that these two are going to be in the Wyatt family, mm-hmm. we have one, two, three, four, five, five, six. We have six to be announced in the <laughs> card. Is Kevin Owens going <laughs> against someone? Yeah, we already covered. Uh, yeah, Ambrose. Oh, Ambrose. Yeah, we already did that. Yeah, we did that right after Roman Reigns. Yeah, okay. I was thinking maybe he does a double take evening for the title. Maybe. We need more matches, so. Yeah, well, there's just seven matches. So the, um, if, if you include the five, the traditional Survivor but Series match. What is match, the pre show then? I assume Dolph Ziggler versus Tyler Breeze. Because uh. the Survivor Series matches are long. Oh, yeah. They're really long, so you could do seven matches on this and True. have it. But I, I, how is your uh, excitement level on this pay-per-view? Low. Low? <laughs> uh, how, how, I am how? excited to see who will win the championship and to yeah. see if somebody turns. Yeah. Um. But other than that, every other match I don't care about. So, yeah. And we're going to get two of the guys... That already wrestled tonight, wrestling again. Yeah. So we're going to get repeat. And again, we have an open uh, policy when it comes to people on Skype. Please join us on Skype if you want to. We we are uh, we are some people that's going to to talk about the pay per view, and you are more than uh, welcome to join us. We 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 are we are having a, a fun time, even when the pay per view is terrible. So, is it a terrible pay per view is better with friends? Yes, and we are your friends on Skype. So, and we don't we don't record. So, I think there's some people that are really happy that we don't record. <laughs> so, I I will not give names, but we we done some shit after we stopped uh, 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 during the pay per view. So, um, okay, uh, let's move on. Um, hey. Um, Taylor, guess what I did this uh, week? What did you do this week? I actually dreamt about you. Uh, Really? Yes. Uh, It's not in a sexual way at all. Oh, good. Uh, Those dreams I have for Luke, not you. (laughs) Um, Actually, you and me were building a boat. And Sounding feasible already? Uh, yeah, because I, I, I can't build shit. Uh, and we were down at, uh, like, where I live is, is, is up in the, like, uh, up in the mountains, uh, a little away from Mirsa, that is, like, the biggest, uh, biggest thing here in Lillehammer. It's, it's like a, uh, inner lake. Uh, and, uh, it's one of the biggest in Norway. And we were down at Mjösa building this boat together with 
actually uh, we were trying to 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 figure out how how uh, to build a boat that would float because you were afraid that if we used real nails that was made of metal, they would rust because of the water. Yep. Well, I suppose they would. And, <laughs> and, 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 and you were yelling at me because I used the wrong uh, kind of timber for the boat. <laughs> and but it does sound entirely possible. Yeah, and we were we were struggling... Building this boat, and and, and I, I woke up before we finished it. But oh my gosh, I was tired after that dream. <laughs> you wake up more tired than you did. Before yeah, I was like going to sleep. I was like, oh my gosh, why did I really have to dream this? Uh, yeah, I felt I felt like I I done something against you. I have no uh. clue what what it was, but I I I usually don't have have. Uh, 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 dreams about uh, uh, people I've just seen the picture of. Like when yeah. I dream, when I dream of Luke, and this is not, I'm not kidding, uh, right now. He 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 usually is in the way I have seen him on on camera. You are <laughs> only seen pictures of, and uh, because of that, it's hard to animate you. If you understand, yeah, <laughs> in, in the dreams, yeah, that makes sense. Because like I've seen uh, Luke's movement almost, like I've seen his mouth, I've seen his hair, I've seen. Yeah, you can get the expressions. Yeah, Because yeah. a lot of communication is your expressions, yeah. isn't it? So it was kind of a weird dream because it, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent it was you. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, there's two reasons because of that. I said till it to you many times during the dream. <laughs> and the other uh, thing was that you were calling Dick the whole time, complaining how lazy I was making this boat. <laughs> you were like, you're not going to believe this. I said he's, he was going to use this in this timber, and he didn't use that kind of timber, Dick. It's common yeah, and he used metal nails as well, yeah. they got a rust. Yeah, so you were always complaining about me to Dick, so... Oh. I'm sorry, Fro, for the dream me being so cynical. It's okay. <laughs> How about you, Luke? Have you had a dream this week? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I wrote. I had this one dream that I, I remember. Uh, you don't always remember dreams, obviously. And this oh. was kind of towards the end of a dream, and I, I know this was a pretty long dream, but this is kind of the end that I remember. So, like, I remember. It was some kind of weird hotel, but it looked, it was like really, really nice. So it had like the double staircases going up and like gold all over the place and glass ceilings. So I'm walk, I walk up the stairs and I, I was like in a tux and everything. So it looked like I was going to like, I don't know, the opera. Um, and all of a sudden the glass ceiling started to get covered by like this black blob, like, have you ever seen the movie The Blob <laughs> yeah. from, like, the 50s? It was yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And everybody in the whole hotel starts freaking out. And I go to run. Uh, I was with a group of people, and we run, and we run towards this bathroom. And there was, like, a security guard in front of the bathroom. But the bathroom had double swinging doors on it. <laughs> so that was weird. It was like hospital doors on a bathroom, but it said men's room above it. So I was like, we'll go there. We can get away. We go into the bathroom. And I look around, and then I just remember a guy turning to me and going, it's a boiler room. It's not here. And then I turned to him, and I woke up. 
<laughs> okay. It was weird. <laughs> weird. Uh, Tilly, have you had a drink um, this week? I, well, my tablet stopped me from dreaming majoritively because I used to suffer with really bad nightmares. Right. But I had a little flashback of a bit of a dream I had this week because right. I only had, I get like the tiniest little bit. And all I remember is in my dream looking on Facebook, spotting a picture that had my ex in it and it shaved off his dreadlocks. That was the entirety of my dream. But I made those dreadlocks. I did them for him. And then all of a sudden, I just saw him on Facebook just there. Oh, my God. Bald head. I have, a question. I have a question for you. Does he have a bald head? No. no. Well, I've not, to be honest, I haven't gone and looked okay. on his Facebook since my dream. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're, you know, I don't you're, really you're a little afraid that it's going to be true. I kind of, yeah, because I would be devastated <laughs> if all of a sudden he shaved his hair. Because when I got with him, he had gorgeous long red hair down to like nearly his bum. And I trimmed it and dreaded it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we had some questions like, what are dreams? What, why, what are dreams? And like, like I understand it, it is a way. Like one of the uh, uh, theories are, is that it's our brain's way to interpret the the day we had. Yeah, or the it's like a, a we had, or the it's our brain processing the information. Yeah, and I like that theory. Um, but what are dreams for you, uh, Luke? Uh, I I don't really know exactly what they are. Um, what they're for, I guess, is another thing. Uh, I, I've heard that they are a way for us to practice certain things in our in our head without actually having to do them in in real life. Um, for instance, like uh, if you were to be a like a snowboarder, snowboarding in your dream would actually f- help you to snowboard in real life. And I guess that's been proven because they've done things like this in the past, uh, tests on this. But I, 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 can't, I can't agree with you, Fro, on that point um, just because of experiences I've had in the past. Uh, hmm. But, yeah, I, that's what I think they are for me is, is something that we use to train ourselves while we sleep, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think dreams are for, uh, other than what my theory is? Well, I, I think they're also a way for your subconscious to get itself through. Mm. Because there's a lot of things that when we are awake and conscious, we suppress and repress and pretend like it's not even a thing. But then sometimes you can have a dream and... You know, like I've had a boyfriend that was unfaithful. I didn't know he was unfaithful, but I had that gut feeling about something, and I kept having dreams about, not necessarily him, but people betraying me. And I'd wake up in the morning and feel really betrayed. And looking back on it, it was at the time when I was being lied to the most. And I had no idea I was being lied to until looking back at it. But I was getting the worst nightmares of just all my best friends that were close to me were betraying me. And then it turns out that oh. it was my fiance at the time that was. <gasps> da, da, da. Yeah, he was gross. Had a so you, so you, bed. subconsciously <laughs> knew it is what you're saying. Yeah. As opposed to it being like precognitive or something of that nature. Yeah, because I'd, you know, obviously when he's three hours late from work and I've not been able to get in touch with him, 
my mind is going into panic because what if he's had an accident? What if, um, you know, he's been pulled over for something or, you know, I'm, I'm in that mode. I'm ringing the police and the hospitals when in reality, a lot of other less extreme people might be thinking, you know, oh, he's messing around on me. <laughs> Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. My, my brain was, no, that's not happening, because he's obviously dead somewhere. Mm. <laughs> uh, have you tried to interpret your dreams, uh, Luke? Uh, I I haven't actually in the past, um, but I, I tried a little bit uh, this week because we were doing this, and I found a, an, a website. Did you guys go check out that website? Yep. Um. I think we'll do do it real quick here, using the dreams that you guys just told me. While you guys were telling me your dreams, I wrote down some key phrases that I took from them. Mm-hmm. Um, from Froze, I took boat, nails, and floating. Mm. Would you say those were kind of central ideas behind Yeah, and, and wood. 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 Okay, I'll yeah, add that to right. it. So, yeah. boat. Yeah. So, this website is called thecuriousdreamer.com. And I'm at the part of it that's called the Dream Dictionary. And so this is a web uh, web search-based dream analysis tool. So I'm just going to fill in those boat, nails, wood, floating. I'm going to go ahead and put that in there. Maybe Angry Tilly? I don't don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Angry Tilly is going to be on the website, but... Mm. Okay, so it doesn't have anything for nails. It does have something for fingernail, but okay. floating. Uh, floating, such as in a body of water, can represent freedom, feeling unburdened, unlimited, or without worry. Okay. So maybe your dream is saying the opposite of that, since you can't build a boat. Nope, th- I could um, not build a boat. So maybe you're feeling the opposite of that. And then wood may represent nature, the outdoors, um, something dead, <laughs> uh, fuel... Masculinity, um, or the cycle of life. Okay. And then a boat or ship, um, it means you could be moving on, uh, means which you move forward in your life. Oh, the means by which you move forward in your life. So, uh, so basically, I was shouting at you to tell you to get moving forward in your life because you weren't doing it right. That's what this is basically, if you kind of interpret it through this, yeah. So we'll, do, so we'll do Tilly next. Uh, I got ex-boyfriend, Facebook, and haircut. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm getting attacked by my cat. Poppy, get off. Was this uh, the name of your cat? Poppy. Ah. She, uh, she says hello. <laughs> get off. Meow. <laughs> she's literally, she's on the side of the sofa with one hand on my boob. She oh. won't, well, her paw on my boob. Is it the what are you doing, Poppy? Cat? Get off me. Yeah. Lesbian cat. Ah. She's a lesbian cat that thinks she's human and part dog. She doesn't think she's any part cat. Why does she think she's a dog? Because she was hand-reared by my human friend, and my human's friend, my human friend's dog was a big Weimarana. Ah. And he was, she was his baby. He loved her. Ah. And she sort of became a bit more dog-like than she ah. is cat-like. Okay. Sorry about this. Uh, okay. Oh, no, that's fine. It gave me time to do this. Um, mm-hmm. So, an ex, dreaming about an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, you probably have unfinished business with this person. You are <laughs> fondly remembering something about the time you were with them and that you'd like to experience more in the current, oh, in your current life. Okay, and then 
cutting <laughs> cutting hair, trimming hair to make a neater uh, and improve in appearance can represent taking care of details in some area of your life. Drastically cutting hair or shaving your head can represent either freedom or loss of self self identity. How strange. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely don't really miss him being around in my life or back in that sense. But I've always wanted him to sort his life out and do big changes, so maybe it's it's maybe that. It's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, it's finally he's finally done it. He's sorted himself out. Mm. But yeah, I, I did mine on there, uh, and it um, it came up. Uh, I, I wrote it down, and now I can't read it. Well, oh well. You guys want me to do mine? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, let me do mine real quick. I'm going to tell you about while I look this up. I'm going to tell you about a dream that I had that um, is the reason I can't believe what Fro said about uh, actually dreams being a part of what did you say the way uh picking things out of your daily life and things yeah. like that yeah yeah the way to process what's going on process. in the day yeah uh one time that i can remember and i'm not sure if this has happened before or after this uh, it probably has but i have actually had a precognitive d- dream that i can't deny it to myself and fro knows and that i'm not a religious person i'm not i don't believe in ghosts i don't really believe the aliens are in around us or anything like that but i have had a precognitive dream probably the most paranormal experience type thing i've ever had happen in my life but i just can't deny that it happened to me so um interesting when uh one time when i was in college uh i had this dream that me and my friends were in a, we were driving in a car and it was on this road that i knew really well i used to drive it every day to go to high school so this would have been a few years after that, after that, you know, after I'd moved away. Um, and the road split in the, in a, all of a sudden. I was like, what? This is weird. The road went off to the left. Uh, it split, you know, it, it was a two-lane road and it went to two, uh, two roads that were either one way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, got all confused because I was like, this is not how the road's supposed to be. So I go into this restaurant. It was the restaurant that's always been in that town. And I remember ordering chicken strips. Uh, and I even remember everybody else got their food before me because my chicken strips had to get cooked. That's how vivid this dream was as far as like really felt real. And I remembered it like years and years later. Um, and I f- asked the lady like for directions. I was like, how the road's totally different than I remember it. Uh, how do I get to where we're going? And she told me, and then I, I, as far as I remember, I woke up. So years later, uh, I come back into this town, and they have actually split the road <laughs> in the town. And not only did they split the road, they split it right around this specific restaurant. Mm. Is right where the road split. And this was maybe four years after I had the dream. Before they ever made any plans to do this in the town or anything, there was oh. no way I could have known that this was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but somehow I dreamed it. <gasps> I can't. Amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. It's one of those things where you don't want to believe it almost because the skeptic in me goes, oh, that's just silly. But here's my question. But there's no way to deny it to myself. Here's yeah. my question. Did you order the chicken? What? <laughs> Did you order the chicken? When you went back and it changed, oh, I would never go into that restaurant 
ever. <laughs> oh. That place is a crap hole. Like, it's the worst restaurant in town. Oh. It's re- Really, it's just a, a Chinese restaurant that also serves American food. Oh. But the okay. real reason it's still in business is because it, it was, like, the only bar in town that served hard alcohol. <laughs> I, I so was mostly waiting it's just... for you, to, for some strange reason, I was waiting for you to say it's, it was only a restaurant uh, around that was selling crap. I, I, <laughs> I, I have no clue why why I was... Not in that town, it probably you mess, but yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's super weird. Uh, oh, yeah. to, I've only had small, like, precognitive ones. Where there's been lots of times where I'll wake up from a dream with a feeling, and I've, I'll remember a conversation that I've had in my dream. Yeah. And I don't know why I remember it so vividly, but then say, give it six months or something, it'll happen, and I'll be wherever I was in my dream, talking to whoever I was in my dream, saying exactly, or they'll have just said exactly the same. I have I more deja vu's than I have that kind of thing. I have a lot of mm. deja vu's. In my life, I get deja vu as well, but I can it's never figure it out. So uh, freaking, it's it, it it is happening a lot in my life, and uh, does I, it come I, from dreams, or or yeah, do you not yeah, know where the deja vu yeah. comes from? Because no, sometimes I can remember it from a dream, and sometimes yeah, it just deja it comes vu. from yeah. dreams. Yeah, so interesting. Anyway, yeah, I, I looked up my uh, my dream yeah. here, the one I said about the hotel blob um, mm. thing. So I, I put in hotel running away and blob. Mm-hmm. Did it just say you've been watching American Horror Story too? <laughs> <laughs> too many fifties black and white horror films for me. Uh, apparently, get um, off the Sci-Fi Channel. So a hotel can represent your bedroom or your house. That's pretty obvious, I guess. Um, yeah. Running uh, can represent fast passage of time or quick progress in life. Uh, real life activities, such as in a dream where you are exploring something might happen, or might have happened recently in your life, I guess. Uh, a window can be a, a house full of windows. Wow, that's actually pretty close to what I was talking about. Uh can mean you are feeling very open to the world around you, or perhaps feeling very vulnerable ex- or exposed. And then instead of blob, it gave me soft or squishy. Hmm. So that was kind of how it, ter- it interpreted that. And it says... Undefined, undecided, or wishy-washy. Low energy, low self-esteem, primordial, <laughs> unused, uh, or comfortable, or cozy. Hmm. So I guess I'm uh, running away from being undecided uh, on being vulnerable and exposed. <laughs> that's, what that's what yeah. it looks like. Okay, yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. Now we are going to have the audio trailer. Uh, no, no, wait, no, no. Move around. Yeah. I lied. I lied. <laughs> uh, have you seen the movie, uh, Tyler? Uh, no, not this week. Nope. Um, uh, for some reason, I, w- I wanted to say uh, Dan, but Luke, have you seen a movie this week? Uh, yeah. Uh, after last week, I mentioned Captain Ron. Um, yeah. I watched Captain Ron. Yeah, and I still haven't seen that. Yeah, there's two movies you need to see now that I've said. You need to go see Hot Rod, uh, Fro, and you need to see Captain Ron. So okay. write those down for next week, baby. Uh, not going to listen to Luke. Okay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> ha, ha. Um, I have seen absolutely anything. Uh, have you heard about that? 
I have not. Have you heard about it, uh, mm. I haven't, no. What is it? Uh, it's absolutely anything. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely anything. Yeah, um, it's kind of, it, it came out of nowhere. Like, I'm, I'm a really, uh, big, uh, Simon Pegg f- uh, fan. And that was the reason why I wanted to see this. And it's also, uh, Robin Williams, uh, latest, uh, movie. Wait, what's it called again? Uh, it's called Absolutely Anything. So they probably waited to release it because he was in, because Robin Williams. Yeah, but it's Terry Jones that made the movie. And, uh, Terry Jones, for people that doesn't know, is one of the Monty Pythons. Mm hmm. And he did a lot on Labyrinth. Yeah, and, uh, and he made a lot of good movies, actually. Uh, but, uh, he made the first Monty Python and, uh, uh, movies and, uh, things like that. So, when I saw, uh, it had, uh, Terry Jones, uh, as a director, and Kit Be- Beckinsale, uh, Robin Williams, Simon Pegg, I mean, it was really interesting and kind of weird. Like, I, I, I liked it a lot. But, I think it is kind of, either you're going to hate it, or you're going to love it, movie. It, it's kind of a weird movie in that way. But I, I liked it. And, and, uh, storylines about aliens are almost like, almost, uh, always fun. But it, it felt a little weird, uh, especially listening to Robin Williams' voice. Because he plays the dog. Mm. Oh, okay. right. But, but, like, John Cleese has a voice in this, and Ter- Terry Gilliam himself. Uh, Eddie Izzard is in it. Eric Idle has, uh, uh yeah. There's a oh, lot I love of. Eddie Izzard. Yeah. And Terry Jones in is, uh, has um, a voice and Michael Palin. So I mean, huh? I, I I'm 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 kind of uh, I was kind of uh, ex- expecting that you heard about it, Tilly, because it's so British uh, centered. Yeah, I'm surprised so. I haven't. But then because yeah. I don't I don't watch telly or anything, yeah. so I don't really see anything I watch. I watch it online, so I don't yeah. really get the adverts for anything. And this is uh, comedy science fiction, and I I really liked it. I I I, I think it's one of those uh, surprise I liked it movies that I will remember uh, when we talk about like movies of this year. Mm. Actually, so I I'm a big fan. But talking about movies I liked or didn't like, let's hear the audio trailer for a Portuguese little movie. Nominated for four Academy Awards, including Best Director and Best Adapted Screenplay. Rio de Janeiro, the beach, the nightlife, the romance. But 15 miles from paradise is a place called the City of God. A place where one man must infiltrate a war between two crime lords to tell a story the world needs to know. (laughs) 
Yeah, so you heard some Portuguese. Uh, this is our first uh, foreigner film, actually. Uh, tell, uh, tell us about uh, the movie. Right, well, from IMDb, it says that in the poverty-stricken favelas of Rio in the 1970s, two young men take different paths. Rocket, that's played by Alexander Rodriguez, is a budding photographer who documents the increasing drug-related violence of his neighbourhood. Jose... Zay Piquento, who's played by Leandro Firmino de Hora. Great names here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like my Spanish accents as well? Yeah. Leandro Firmino. <laughs> He's an ambitious drug dealer who uses Rocket and his photos as a way to increase his fame as a turf war erupts with his rival, Knockout Ned, played by Sue Jorge, I'm guessing. By, by <laughs> the way... On location. I just have to say that absolutely anything got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. not good. And well, has, it... has a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. So that's kind of sketch. Oh. I just checked a second ago and it had an eight out, 8.7 out of 10 on IMDb and 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, he's talking about absolutely anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Sorry. Don't confuse me what I'm talking about. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just had to uh, say that before. before okay. You... Yeah. So, people don't like absolutely anything, but people yeah. might like City of God. Yeah, but I know I haven't seen it. <laughs> but, right, it's, uh, yeah. it was shot on location in the poorest neighbourhoods in Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the cast, as I could tell, were all Brazilian. Yeah. Um, and it got nominated for four Oscars. But it's got, I've watched the trailer of it, and it's got quite a sort of 70s, maybe early 80s sort of feel to it. And it seems mm. very, like, action, drama kind of thing. Mm. Um, some of the actors in it, shall I list out some of these actors that I'm totally not going to be able to put out? Yes, please. Yay! 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 We have Felipe Hargensen. Okay. Douglas Silva, Jonathan Harginson, who I'm guessing may well be related His to Felipe. Yeah. yeah. Matthias Nachtigale. <laughs> <laughs> Hefe Shanda Suplino and Alice Braga. <laughs> there, there's some people that are in it. And it was directed by... Uh, I can't even read my own writer. I don't know if it's Fernand. I'm guessing it's Fernand and not Femand. Cause it, no, it's yeah. Fernand, yeah. Yeah. Morellis, how do we say that? And Capture Lund mm. are the directors. But yeah, that's I, I basically got a whole lot of unpronounceable and the gist that it's sort of a, there's a good side and a bad side sort of thing. I'm guessing the photographer's not going to want to be actually doing any of the drugs or being pulled into it, but... Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure after they were watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, pretty much all the information I could get on it. There wasn't any interesting trivia or anything that I could find, what, other what than what did, you, what did you think about uh, uh, the um, what do you call it? Uh, 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 what do you call uh, the poster? The poster, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, because the poster won um, it won an award that was yeah. a really odd one. Yeah. See if I can just get this back up again. It was something to do with the, the parents. Oh, what's it called? That's going to do my head in. 
It's something like the Parental Guidance Awards or something yeah. for its poster. Yeah. That's, I didn't know such a, a thing existed. It, it might, uh, there's one thing I found out about the poster that I thought was weird. I guess the American version of this or the American DVD cover, which would be the poster, mm. um, they removed all the guns from the people's hands at the the bottom part of the of the because it's sectioned into two parts. You see the two people hugging mm. on the top, and then the bottom part. If you look at it, even on IMDb, if you look at the picture, none of these people have guns. Really, mm-hmm. it's kind of all blurred out. But I guess that was just for the American releases. They got rid of all the guns out of the picture. Yeah. Very strange, considering how many guns Americans or America has in it. Right. Well, maybe it just <laughs> we doesn't... can't see them. You all have them. You can touch I, I, it. But you can't look. I'm guessing that's what the that award is for. Is probably for edi- <laughs> editing it to make it look more uh, for kids or something or, or not not as bad. Something like that. And the reason why we're watching this movie is is because uh, I was going through uh, <laughs> uh, IMDb's top rated movies of all time, and it was the first movie on that list I haven't seen. And it has an, uh, a list number of, what was it? Uh, 20... 24? 21. Oh. Yeah. It's close. <laughs> so it, it, on 21 was the first movie I ha- hadn't seen. Uh, and I, uh, I, I, I don't really follow those lists, but, but uh, since it was on that list and I haven't seen it, I was interested in seeing it. Uh, so yeah, I guess I've got the poster up now. Yeah. I see what you mean about... You can tell that they were all holding guns and now they're not. Yeah. So I, I guess uh, before I say anything about it, would you see it in, uh, in the things that you, you discovered about it? Like, does it interest you? It does. Um... I quite like foreign films, especially when it's showing what things are like a bit more. Because obviously right. in Rio there are a lot of issues and there are the slums and right. all of that lot. So I quite I think I'd find it really interesting to watch, especially with it being based on a true story. Yeah. And I don't think I wouldn't like go to the cinema if it got re-released or anything. No, no, but you, you, you would. Uh, and uh, sorry if I'm butchering this, but the original title is Sadie de Duan. So, City of God. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. But, I should have uh, a Portuguese friend to tell me. <laughs> yeah, I I have no Portuguese in uh, my blood at all. But uh, it it is one of the best movies I've seen this week, uh, uh, this year. Actually, probably it is the best movie I've seen this year. Wow. Um, I guess this movie was voted movie of the year by. Uh, it says Empire Magazine in two thousand and three. Yeah. And I guess the next time this magazine voted uh, for a best of the year foreign film was uh, Let the Right One In, yeah. which was in 2008. So yeah. they know what they're saying, obviously. There, there, there's something about this movie that uh, it kind of reminds me uh, of American History X. Um, if you liked American History X, 
I think you would like City of God because it has the same brutality in it. It's a brutal film. It, I would not recommend it for someone uh, below the age of 15. Um, and I don't think the point it's trying to make uh, uh, would go in either if you were younger. And there's a lo- lot of shooting in this movie and there there's a lot of like, like violence and and it's it's uh, like Tilly said, it's set in in the sixties, seventies, and eighties, and it 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 it's just one of those films that I now have seen actually three and a half times before before this. Uh, uh, talking about it, I saw it one once uh, last week, and I saw it two and a half uh, this this week. I saw it half before the the podcast actually, uh, so I'm uh, half way done. And it's a brutal movie, and I, I I can't say anything bad about it. It is just that good, and. I I also think because there's a part of this that kind of reminds me of how like brutal things can do, be with kids, like when they sending kids to blow uh, things up in in different countries. Uh, here we see uh, like uh, 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 drug lords sending like small kids to shoot for them, and, and it's it, it's such a raw and it inspired me to 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 to, to mo- watch more about this. And when a movie does that to you, when you feel like I, I haven't seen enough of this. Then it's it's really talking to you, and I, I I'm I I can't say any more about this because it's 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 hard for me to not uh, to speak about it without like destroying what it's about and 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 how incredibly good it was. Um, last week we had the first zero. And this week, I think we are going to have the full full score. Uh, I I would give this a five out of five. Like this is wow. really one of those movies that made me uh, think and made me question things in my life. And I I, I loved it. I loved it to death. Did you see this uh, subtitled or was it dubbed? No, I saw it subtitled. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah, I, I just noticed that this was uh foreign language. I didn't yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh he made the like the same director made the constant gardener as well, by the way. And I I, I see there's there like uh, the, and I didn't especially enjoy that movie to to be honest. It won some it won an Oscar, but 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 there's there's something raw about this. Like it, it has a little of Serenia in it. It has a little of of American tracks. Like I said, there, there's 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 a rawness to this movie that 
just have to be discovered through watching it. And when a movie tells you such a good stories and you get fascinated, fascinated by it, it's do, doing something really right. And I am feeling that this movie plays on all the right strings and is making me uh, interested in, in, in discovering more about like Rio de Janeiro. And, and I, it made me more, more like, like interesting in Portuguese language. Like there's so many things in this movie that I wish people would discover. And I think it's going to, it didn't really have a success. Uh, on the movies because it's subtitled. It, it is subtitled, and and people don't want to read subtitles in in their movies, and I find that a little sad. So but it's because people want to watch a movie, not read one, isn't it? Right. A lot of people. If I wanted to read, I'd read a book. Uh, yeah, one thing I've heard about, I mean, as far as subtitled versus dubbed, I've heard some people say they'll watch them both. Specifically, so that when they watch the dubbed one, they can pay attention to the cinematography and the the blocking and the acting, and then yeah. they'll watch it again, and so they can see the storyline and the writing and, and everything else. So sometimes with a foreign film, you have to watch it twice yeah. like that. So. But this, this like this story when it begins in the early in the, in, the, in the early stages of the City of God, it's in the sixties, and it, it is such it's such a a, a movie about uh, like this city, uh, how 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 it it, it uh, has has grown and and and, and how people uh, can do uh, different sh- choices that makes them uh, discover and be in 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 different uh, places in their life. This story, in this story is 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 talking about that. So the, I loved everything about it. I just am totally in love with this movie. So, all right. So let's do see seen it, seen it not. I I guess <laughs> I I want to see it, so I say see it. Bro says, for some strange reason, I'm saying see it. I love how we go last week. We got this. That movie. I love how we go from extreme to extreme. Yeah. But okay, Tilly, what do you say? I'd say see it. I'm going to see it. So everybody else should really. Yep. Okay then. Okay then. <laughs> Have you read the book this week, Luke? I finished The Martian. Okay. Just that last bit of it. Um, last and? five hours, I think, I had left. Um, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a really fun book. Um, it gets kind of boring towards the middle, mm. but I think uh, it just kind of uh, builds up th- certain things, and then it gets a little more. Ex- it definitely gets ex- uh, more exciting towards the end. But um, as far as it to the movie, I see where they took some things and they cut them. They cut and pasted them. They cut them out and they took them and they put them in a different part of the story <laughs> to make it work for the movie. But other than that, it actually is really really accurate to the movie and. Um, I would be interesting to see uh, what you have to say about it, Fro, if you ever see the movie, so. Yeah, I really don't know if I'm going to see the movie. Maybe. Uh, so, did you like it? Would you recommend it? 
Uh, yeah, definitely. And this was probably one of the best uh, audible audiobooks as far as being yeah. read. Oh, and then so good read. And then as far as being... Uh, they set the chapters up really well to, yeah. to where the cuts are. Like, some of these books, they won't do that correctly. Uh, the chapter markers are all messed up. This one was perfect as far as the formatting of it and everything else. So, really good. Uh, Tilly, have you read anything? Of course I haven't. Nope, yeah, but, um, I will soon. I've got, I'm looking at my bookshelf and it's full. So yeah. I have no excuse. I have um, begin uh, one of the books that I have been looking forward to read uh, called uh, The Serial Killers Club. Uh, when I'm, yeah, I think right. I have. I think I have that. Or at you least do. one of them. Yeah, I think I have it. Like, it's yeah, by Jeff 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 Yeah, Okay. When an unlikely and nameless hero stumbles into the path of a serial killer, 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 he has no choice but to defend himself and end up killing the killer. Shocked by his own strength, he goes through the dead man's wallet and finds the darnest thing, a personal ad, inviting him to, uh, uh, and a personal ad inviting the killer, uh, to join a, a party hosted by Earl Flynn. Earl Flynn? Isn't he dead? So, that is, uh, like the intro to the story, and I, I heard so many good things about it, and I'm halfway through, and I love it. So that's uh, that's interesting. Um, so if anybody wants a book and a 30-day trial, go to audibletrial.com/slash/anotherdigitalcitizen. Uh, what was that address again, uh, Tiller? It was audibletrial.com. Forward slash another digital citizen to get your free book. I like when she says forward slash. <laughs> <laughs> what about backslash? Backslash. Forward slash. Yeah. Forward slash. Forward slash. Did you listen to that episode where I tried to talk English? <laughs> yes, I did. And I thought it was amazing. Was it British enough? Uh, you you were close. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> you were very close. Uh. Okay, I'm going to explain next week's uh, segment uh, when we are uh, done with this week's uh, last episode of The Morning of Life. A little sad. Mm. Um, I have a little, like, pre-story before I, I tell you this. Uh, I told Luke before you came online that I was watching this eating pasta. And I had <laughs> a good time eating my pasta watching this uh, TV show. Can you can you guess what segment made me almost throw up my pasta? Um, well, it could have been the first segment. No. And I missed the last bit. Uh, it was the segment when they uh, did uh, the corpse thing. Oh, see, this this must have been near the end. It, I thought it was going to be corrupted. when Boomer the dog answered the door, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Boomer the dog. I got it. Tell me about the corpse thing, because the file corrupted as I was watching it. I think oh. I got 
That's I got cool. more than halfway through. Oh no! I got to. I saw Boomer the dog. Oh, that's sad. And I was trying to. Yeah, I know. And I was trying yeah. to sort it, and then you guys start calling me half an hour early. You should have let me. You should have let me know. Just let me know if that happens, and I'll I'll, I'll hook you up with some. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I had done something stupid because I lost my. Uh, uh, I actually lost my. Uh, Word document about this episode, so I, I actually have nothing written down. Um, oh, I have things written down all the way up to Pittsburgh. I have them all written. I have everything okay. that happened written down, so we're covered. Can, can, can you do it then this time, look? Oh yeah, that's fine. Uh, you'll I'll, I'll just mention them and then you can describe them. How does that sound, bro? Yes. yes. Good deal. All right, so we open up in Berlin, Germany, uh, with yes. a rump- rumpologist. <laughs> He was going to a blind one, a blind rumpologist. Uh, that is, and what is a rumpologist, uh, Dilley? It is somebody that tells your future like a palm reader, but they use your bottom. Yes, <laughs> and they look at your ass and they say what the future's going to be. Yeah, uh, it's highly respected in lots of places. Yeah, um, probably in in Germany. It seems like. Well, it is over here as well. There's been quite a lot of on daytime telly. There's been quite you a few apologists turn. I'm I'm not that interested in my future. I'm not that interested in my own ass. <laughs> 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 I don't uh, think it could tell me all that much. <laughs> yeah, but it it was kind of funny because uh, uh, when when he talked about it, he suddenly talked about. Uh, 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 him getting uh, his own place in Italy or Spain, yeah. and and his girlfriend Suzanne uh, have been mentioning uh, that he needed to 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 uh, get a place in Italy because he liked the food there. Uh, it's kind of strange. yeah, and she's always loved it. Yeah, and... that was kind of strange. It is. It's weird that because you were saying they've even like looked up yeah. places online and stuff and sort of yeah. seen how much things cost and things. But then again, he tells him that he's going to be unfaithful to Susan and have a kid. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, he doesn't say he's necessarily <laughs> going to be unfaithful. He says that a woman, another woman who works in a court, yeah, is going to come in and start causing issues. Yeah. So maybe like, Suzanne's maybe... going to have a lesbian affair. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like she was going to be tempting him with, like, you know, she could be, like, trying to get with him, you know what I mean? Just as, yeah. Like, yeah. Or like, a lu- be... like a lustful thing. Yeah. Or she could be one of those girls that likes to stick their nose in and just ruin relationships because they're right. not in one. Exactly. There are loads of them about. Okay. So be careful, Carl. Yeah. Be careful. And if she's a lawyer, she might be good at it, so. Hell yeah. So that was the first thing. What was the next thing, look? Uh, so we go to uh, Chicago, Illinois, and this is where we meet uh, a guy who who gets castings. He gets... Yeah. He, he gets... plaster cast himself. Yeah. Plaster cast. There, that's a good, yeah. better description. Yeah. He, he, he likes to be... Uh, what can I call Held? <laughs> Close in? It seemed like a maternal thing, right? Like, yeah, you know yeah. how you swaddle oh, yeah, a baby, kind of? But he oh, was yeah. using... Like, if you break your arm when you're a kid, you get a cast. You guys ever break any bones when you were a kid or anything? Yeah, yeah, sadly I did. No, I, I didn't, but we signed a lot of casts. Uh, I only got 
I got a cast once, but it was like a one of the plastic ones. I've never had one of the plaster ones. Oh yeah, so. I had the full one on my arm. I broke my arm. Did you Tate fall off the monkey one. bars? <laughs> yes, I fall off the monkey. That's like the classic one. Yeah. I fall off the monkey. Yeah. No, I I uh, I I can't remember. Mm. But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, not a especially interesting segment. This was maybe like the most boring part I felt. Yeah, but did you notice that the guy that was into it had only he'd done his legs? Yes. So he could get around, he could do stuff, you but, know. But yeah, he had a done a, a full body one. Yeah. Which you could see he had a catheter even. Which yeah. I guess you would have to have one. Yeah, you'd have to. Because it take that long to... And how long was he in it for? What, he what didn't really it? say. Yeah. He no. just had pictures, yeah. It was just... Uh, but, uh, I did it, this. It, it was a fetish of him, and I'm not sure I understand his fetish. Mm. Yeah, like I said, it's definitely uh, like a swaddling thing. It comes from like being an infant and being in your, being in the womb, that kind yeah. of thing. You know, you just yeah. want to feel like uh, tight and stuff tight all around you. I, I understood it, but it, it definitely weird because of the plaster and all that. Uh, you, like, why not just put on a latex, you know, jumper? Yeah, see yeah. what I'm saying? Wouldn't it do the same thing? But I don't know. Uh, next thing, they look. Uh, so, yeah, Birmingham, Berm- I like how this is the state right next to me, I can't pronounce the name of it. <laughs> Bremerton. Bremerton, Washington, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and this is the, um, where the, this well, was the I, track and field bit, right? Yeah. I uh, tried sorry? writing down. This was Where he what? goes with the old, where he turned, where they make him into the old man and they do the oh, track yeah, and Oh, yeah, yeah, and that, that was a good, uh, good bit. I felt like this was one of the best bits. Yeah. I really looked, loved it. It looked really good, yeah. Yeah. It did, and he still looked like him as well. He did just look like older him. Yes. Normally with those things, like they him. just look like generic random old guy. But yeah, that yeah. looked like an old Carl Pilkington. Yeah. It totally I love him did. talking about his teeth. Oh my god, I've got old man yeah. teeth already. I'm only 42. <laughs> it looked like, like, like they colored his teeth almost, but yeah. they, they didn't. They had it, yeah. yeah. Well, and and he's, he, he, tries, he tries to win. <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs> he gets uh, some body modifications that uh, makes it uh, uneasy for him to get around, like weights on his, uh, on his legs and, and, and arms, so he feels old. And, and, and restricting bandages. Yeah, and it works. Because he he's trying to run this... What, 60 meters, is it? Or 100, 100 meters. Yeah. yeah. And and he he falls over. In the best <laughs> fall. Like over. right on his face, too. <laughs> Whilst running against a load of 70-plus-year-olds. Yeah. This was the funniest part, too. And he even loses when he takes his weight off. Well, he tries to to, and he goes uh, against someone, Teller, doesn't he? Yeah, he because uh, he loses obviously the first race. He yeah. comes over and he's uh, he decides that it's too restrictive and it's not fair because he's like with the restrictions they put on him, he's more like an eighty year old and he's running against seventy year olds. Yeah. So he cheats and takes them off and and wins. he loses. Again. Yeah, he still doesn't win. Yeah, <laughs> I think he beat the guy that he wanted to beat, but he didn't. Yeah, win. he beat one of them, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's out of form, <laughs> to say it mildly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Fork. But then he gets his mobility scooter. Oh my gosh, I love that mobility scooter. Oh, it's so good. Uh, he looks so ridiculous in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it just... I love it as well when he says... he's. He's trying to describe what it's like with all the weights and everything on him and how it feels to be old. Right. And he says he feels like a remote control, like for the telly, but with old batteries. So you have to press the buttons really hard. <laughs> um, okay, what's the next thing he goes to look? Uh, next is my favorite, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He goes to visit Boomer the dog. Yeah. I love, I love this. I, I think I've seen this guy on a TV show before. I I I never seen him before, but what a tremendous guy! Hey, really, I I want one of those dog outfits made from shredded <laughs> paper. <laughs> Did it's you like hear that? The most eco-friendly thing ever. <laughs> oh, he'd love it. I'll be doing hear? all the dusted in it, just like <laughs> use the dog suit. <laughs> oh. He's seen me in some weird costumes. <laughs> that would take forever to make, though. As far as like the cost, that much shredded paper and individually take each piece and. Wow. Yeah, but I've got two nieces and a nephew. <laughs> Just have them do it. <laughs> yeah, we have a little project. Shred on, labor. Colorado <laughs> Tilly in paper shreds. Let's go. <laughs> I love that we we are pro child labor uh, here on uh, MLB. <laughs> oh yeah, as long as there's like some glitter involved, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, next thing, look. Uh, yeah. So, oh, group in Germany, we go and he sees the uh, dead body. Well, I, I, the I've seen it, and it's called Body Worlds, at least here in America. What a gross thing to eat pasta with. <laughs> so what back. is it? Describe this to me, guys, because I missed this bit. Oh, uh, right. So I've actually been to one of these uh, here in Oregon. Why? <laughs> uh, I got tickets and I went on a double date with somebody. <laughs> what? A date? Yeah. yeah, I went on a date to this. But it's, um, they use plastic and they fill uh, in the spaces for like human body so they preserve a human body and then they kind of pose them in different uh positions and then they do it with human bodies and with animals and stuff like that like Is i, that when I they went do, there like, the slices as well yeah exactly and they're yeah. all different weird yeah yeah totally i, I saw the. i, think, I, I went to one and it was they had a full full camel I guess. and it was all sliced up into pieces yeah. i get nauseated just talking about the backstage part was the worst part of it because they actually show them in the yeah. back with like a fresh, fresh one. Oh, really? Posing. Yeah. yeah. And I Ooh. was trying to thing my pasta. I was like, and 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 <laughs> he says, "Oh my gosh, that guy has an eyebrow." And I was like, "Yeah, he has an eyebrow." You, I mean, you could still tell that it was like an Asian guy yes. just by the way the facial structure was and everything about uh about it, but um. I mean, he didn't have any really skin except for maybe his face, but you could still tell just by his bone structure and everything that he was an Asian guy. So it was interesting. But, I mean, I've seen the experiment, uh, not experiment, um, I've seen the, ex why can't I say expedition? Uh, no, exhibition, the exhibition, there we go. Um, and it, Are you and a Norwegian was, or something? Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> I was thinking wrestling and <laughs> doing but um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. It, I mean, it's super interesting to 
to look at. No, when you go, not. when you're actually there and you start looking at it, it's not. It, it like he said in the show, they pose them in a way and do it in a way that you don't remember. And why did they make a witch out of one of the bodies? That's how like all of them are kind of like different. It, they go with the person person's personality, is from what I understand. So if the person in their life was like into Harry Potter. Or something, then they would have done it. Sorry, I didn't like this. It sounds like the guy from <laughs> My Name Is Ill that runs the funeral parlor. Yes. That does the, you know, yes. the dead guy sitting watching the football. Yes. <laughs> I love that you bring that up. Yes, it's exactly the same. Let's Which is, on. by the way, the kind of funeral I'm going to have. Yes. I don't want to be stuffed taxidermy style. Um, <laughs> uh, next. Uh, uh, next day, we went to uh, Los Angeles, California, to look at these guys' um, security bunkers or like uh, <laughs> yes. end of the world <laughs> end bunkers. Of the world bunkers. Yeah. Oh, are they preparate preppers or whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, well, these were the guys that make Maybe. the actual like installations that you would yeah. bury in the ground. But he was right. for, like for oh, a yeah. really short time, and it was not that exciting. Uh. Yeah, it's all it a kinda, bit World War Two, isn't it? It was kind of for setting up for the next part, but yeah. it, it like it was just kind of saying like talking about the end of the world. I mean, yeah. this whole episode was about time. Yeah, but this was kind of talking about death and the end of the world. So that's where they're kind of going with it. So next thing, uh, and then final thing uh, yes. after they went from L.A., Utah. they went to yeah, uh, Hanksville, Utah. Uh, and I guess this was a Mars training unit, is what it seemed like, but yes. this looked really cheap for NASA, so I don't <laughs> think this was NASA. I think so, this was someone role-playing, <laughs> because it looked really cheap, and... It was oh NASA God. LARPing. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, it looked like a not, 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 uh, Nazi. No, it, it, I, no, it didn't look like Nazi LARPing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now, now I'm being Norwegian. Uh, You're supposed to be. <laughs> that's true. Uh. Whoa! Cat. Oh my gosh! Cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my um, my male cat just came in, and his yeah. mum doesn't like him. Oh. So I'm just preventing them from being a cat fight. Sorry, carry on talking, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, this was this was weird and. Looked uh, really weird. Yes, it just looked cheap. I mean, like it's so they, cheap. They had all this. It, what looked like from a distance, it kind of they were out in the middle of like a desert. Um, yeah, the red red desert, and so it kind of looked like Mars uh, in a way. But you went inside their little capsule. Thing, <laughs> yeah, and there were like capsule. shelves that were made of like a piece of plywood. Yeah. Like it was not. NASA grade stuff going on here, oh, I, but they were in this capsule and they were trying to simulate being on Mars, doing all the things you'd have to do, opening the airlock, locking the airlock, even though there's air outside, and uh, going through all the procedures you would have to go through because they said they wanted to um, apply to go to Mars when NASA wants to do that. Which I actually saw some news this week. Did you guys see that news story? No. No. That they are actually actually now accepting uh, applications for it. Ooh, finally. Oh, for the big yeah. trip, the one-way trip. Not me, not me, yeah. not me. The one-way trip, yeah. Yeah. 
Not me. Yeah, I don't really fancy it. Nope. But I guess maybe if people, I was like seventy. I read the book The Martian, so. Well, you don't need well, to. Well, this is a this is yeah this is a one way trip. This, yeah. this trip is not. There's no coming back. You, you are you're, not coming home. Uh, well, maybe someday, but if you were able to colonize it cr- well enough, and then you were eighty, and they brought you back on some spaceship, maybe. But <sighs> yeah, yeah, nope. Or, but these people obviously do want to go to Mars. Yeah, uh, they did. The one guy was really seemed really excited for it. Yeah, <laughs> especially that one guy. Yeah, but. A really good episode of The Morning of Life, and sadly the last episode of The Morning of Life. At so, least for this season, I'm sure it'll be back. Yeah. So, here's the thing. I I I am going to make... Uh, so, next week I'm going to... Uh, I, I, I still don't know what TV show I'm going to watch. Uh, <laughs> Luke is going to tell me uh, soon. But... I'm going to make this a competition between you two guys, uh, Tilly and Luke. Okay. And the way we are doing this is uh, I'm going to rate the episode you are giving me uh, from 1 to 10. 10 being incredibly stupid, the worst thing ever, and 1 being, eh, that wasn't too bad. And you get one month each, like uh, two episodes so now Luke is going to tell me what I'm going to see next week you are going to tell me what uh, I'm going to see then Luke is going to uh, give me uh, what to see and then you again did you understand that? (laughs) Yep. so both of you have two two opportunities to give me the most shitty episode of uh, the most shitty show you know of Right. And can we get can we get help from pe- people listening? Yes, and that is okay. the clue. Uh, uh, like if if people want to interact with this, and you're more than welcome to uh, uh, send uh, your worst shows uh, to another digital citizen at gmail dot com, or just write uh, on Facebook. We uh, make a post where you make suggestions. But make yeah, sure you but let us know that it's for the podcast. Yeah. yeah, that and we need an exact episode of a, of a show. Not yeah. a, I mean, a show is fine, but then let us know. Try to let us know an episode that you like, specifically really example, thought was bad. And I'm yeah. now helping you. What I would rate a 10 is the last episode of Lost ever. Like that's the worst episode of Lost. Okay. Yeah, that two the two parter, right? Okay. Yeah, and it's it's tremendously hard to watch. I would ra- ra- rate that a ten. Uh, I would maybe uh, judge ra- Rainer. I would uh, have as a one. Okay. And ten is the worst. That's ten is the worst. One is the best. All right. Yeah. So I'm I'm rating this from one to ten. So. You you are going to try to get me to ge- give you a time. Excellent. Oh, and while I think, I think my friend Chris Kaki Carvel was on about he knows some really good, bad programs. So yeah. hopefully he'll come in. Kaki, email us. Another yeah. digital citizen at gmail.com. Yep. Now he actually might. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's allowed to help uh, those two. But yeah, be on my team. I yeah. need the most help. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Luke. Yep. I I want to guess. Okay. 
Can you give me and and this is also going to be. I've already given you hints, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you said it's a classic. Yep. You said I've probably seen it. A uh, very good chance. And what else have you said? Uh, that it would be really obvious once I said it. Yeah. So, but uh, I want you to give me a kind of is it. Drama? Is it comedy? Is it science fiction? Uh, I would say comedy. Comedy. Mm. Uh, is it newer or older? Oh yeah, older. Like I said. Oh yeah, it, it's a classic. Mm. Classic comedy. Is it friends? No. Are you googling? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Is it older than friends? Yes. This is going to be so obvious once you say it. Okay. So once you think about the contest, uh, and you think about what we're doing here, there's only one way you can go for the first one we're doing. I uh, do you know Tilly? No, but I. Uh, does it begin with? Can I guess what first letter yeah. it has? Yeah. Does yeah. it begin with an S? No. Okay. What then we, I have no idea. What, what were you thinking about? I was I was expecting him to have found the worst episode of Seinfeld ever. Oh yeah, yeah, that 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 was the suggestion that we got on Facebook actually. But yeah. Hey. Um. Uh. Okay. Is it American? Yes. Okay. Give uh, give me uh, like give me an actor maybe. Is it Mark? Uh, no. Oh, oh, oh. Is it still running? Yeah. Is it no. still running? Okay. Yeah. Is it not bold and the beautiful then? <laughs> is it mash? TV fifty fifty questions. No. <laughs> is it mash now? Uh, nope. All right. Uh, get you got it. So that's your guess, bro. Uh, it's Happy Days episode oh! or season five, episode three, the hey! episode where Fonzie jumps the shark. <laughs> ever, ever seen an episode of of Happy Days? Well, this is the worst episode of Happy Days, and and not only that, this is the episode that you get jumped the shark from. So this is. Never. Fly, this ever. is out. If you were to say bad episodes of television, this no. is probably the place to start because this is the name of it. Uh, I've never ever seen an episode of it, so I'm 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 actually uh, pretty excited. Oh, I think you'll quite enjoy it. Yeah. To be fair, Happy Days is it's got a bit of a throw feel to it. I've never ever seen a, a single episode. I'm, I'm, I actually do enjoy Happy Days. I've seen every episode of Happy Days. Okay. Um, this is one of the bad ones, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. This was actually part of a three-part episode, but I've just put down the uh, last part where he actually jumps it. So, if you want to watch the other two parts, bro, feel free to. Uh, not really. Uh, like, like, my, here's here's my here's my biggest reason why I haven't seen Happy Days. It's a little too old for me. Mm. Like it, it is on 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 uh, on the list of of things I know of, but never ever ever seen a single episode. Like I I, ne- I know it was made in the seventies, like seventy seventy four, seventy five, something like that. Something, yeah. yeah, and to the eighties. It's about the fifties. Yeah. Yeah, and to the eighties. I'd have to look it up. Let me see. Real quick. Yeah, it did. It, it carried on. It was on for a long time. Yeah, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, here it is. From 1994 to 84, so 10 yeah, years. Yeah. 10 years. 11 seasons. And I haven't seen a single episode. I can't believe you've never... 
I grew up watching Happy Days. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just with the Fonz living, like, was it above their garage or something? And I love old TV. I mean, my favorite TV show of all time is Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. So that should say a lot about what I like in TV. Yeah. Uh, and I'm watching, currently watching Mr. Ed still. So oh. there you go. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm 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 actually a little excited to to watch this. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you had never seen it. I didn't know if that was going to be the case, so that's Oops. even better. Bonus. So next week, Tilly, you have to find something worse. I'm sure. I, well, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try to at least match the Shark Jump Happy Days episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do you have anything you want to plug, uh, Tilly? Uh, no, if anybody wants to get in touch with me though directly, you can get me on Facebook, just look for Tilly Phillips. Yep. And yeah, other than our, um, another digital citizen at gmail.com and the Audible trial, if you want your free Audible book, well, audio book, not Audible book, <laughs> it's audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Yeah, and when a cute English accent is telling you that you have to do it. Um, what about you, Luke? You don't have a cute accent. Uh, do you have anything you want to uh, plug? Uh, like, okay, uh, Luke is cute in the way he is. <laughs> oh, oh. Thank you, bro. You're more. Uh, yeah, just uh, westcoastwrestlingconnection.com. Go to the YouTube yeah. page. I, I, do you know actually that uh, I, I I don't know if I told you this. I am probably sure. I'm I'm pretty sure I haven't actually. I okay. actually seen a lot. Uh, on on those YouTube pages, and I actually lo- like uh, I have I've seen more of that than I seen Raw. <laughs> really? Yeah. Lately. I mean, it, it's good wrestling, and uh, it's really well. The production it, it's not WWE level. Oh, definitely. But I would say it's it's almost up there with ROH and things like that. And, so. and do you know what? One of the reasons why I'm watching it on YouTube is because I know who is. Behind it, I know that you are filming it. Right. So, yeah. That makes it a little more personal for me as well. Yeah, thanks, bro. And oh. a- anybody out there, just let me know what you think of it. Um, there's a lot of good right. people behind it and a lot of people that I've known for years and years working in, res- in the wrestling business. So yeah. just a lot of good guys. So if you want to Skype with uh, me and Luke and someone else, uh, are you going to be on this uh, Sunday, Tilly? I will for at least the first hour or two. Cool. I might go and fall asleep. So, so, so you, me as well, uh, uh, talk to Tilly. Yeah. Live. I'll and be I, there. I'll be marking out. I'm sure. And I promise you, we're not recording it. So, uh, just join us. Contact me or Luke uh, for uh, details on that Skype call. Okay, I I have nothing else to plug other than uh, that my stomach hurts and I'm really looking forward to see happy days. Okay, uh, from uh, all of us, goodbye everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, citizen.